Bumstead. Dan and his wife Regina are missionaries in the nation of Zambia, which is like South Central Africa. He will he will uh, show us and, and give us a geography lesson this morning. But you can you can uh, keep your eye on the map over there and, and uh, sort of picture picture where Zambia is. So Dan, if you'd like to come, uh, we believe that uh, as Dan also shares some some testimonies about uh, what God is is doing there in in Africa. Uh, some of you have some connections with Dan and his ministry. Uh, our junior high uh, youth group has been supporting one of their children in in Zambia for for a number of years. Uh, I can't remember his name. Obi, yeah, and we saw. There we go. We we saw some uh, some photos of of Obi because. Uh, Brian and Janet Souter were over there a few months ago and actually got to meet this little boy for the first time. So um, I know a lot of the junior high kids have been faithfully bringing in monthly support, and, and they've been sending it over to to support this little boy. And, and now uh, they actually, uh, some of them got to meet him for the first time. So, so it's uh, exciting. So we're going to pray this morning, and uh, um, uh, we're just looking forward to what what God has. So, Lord, we pray for Dan today. We thank you for him. We, th- we just honor him and, and thank you, uh, Lord, that you brought him to us here this morning. And, Lord, we just open ourselves to receive what you have for us. Lord, would you bless Dan and, and help him anoint him greatly. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, it is good to be here. I, uh, I have a number of friends here, and I'm looking forward to making a lot more friends. So I wonder if those who have... We need back. <laughs> little technical difficulty. It wouldn't be Africa. This is Africa, isn't it? <laughs> yes, we're used to that. Hallelujah, that's why we're here. Um, so... Anyway, I wonder if if those who have been to Zambia or are on a prayer team for our group in Zambia or are supporting a child in Zambia or just love Zambia could just stand up for a second. (laughs) Okay, there's a number of you. Thank you so much. We are, yes. And this is my sister and her husband. Uh, They're they're with Love Store. They're doing a lot of work here in Chambersburg. And so... um, they're here visiting with us uh, today. So, well, are we on yet? We're still getting. There we go. Okay, there's our geography lesson, and uh, we are on the bottom edge of Zambia, right next to Zimbabwe. We have a river on our base, uh, Zimbabwe or Z- uh, Zambezi River, and right across is Zimbabwe. So we hear the lions over there all the time, and uh, every now and then the elephants swim across. So we are blessed to have Zimbabweans on our property now and then. Um, but we don't let them do too much damage before we chase them away again. But I would just like to um, thank you all. Is that thing going to be working? Uh, let's start with this video, and then we'll get back. Eugenie. I know I'm going to 
say sicomo with me sicomo means thank you and then say twalumba uh, that means thank you and then say luitumezi means thank you in three of the different languages we speak there in our villages so take your pick you're well on your way to learning lozi or tokalea or nyanja so i just do want to say thank you or, um, you know, my wife and I have been in Africa for 11 years now. We're getting a little bit soft and a little bit nostalgic. Um, we're um, ready to take a break uh, and feeling a bit tired. And, uh, and so when I get like that, then I get very thankful for those people around me. And so I am thankful for the support, the prayers, the um, encouragement, the oversight that comes from the Dove family. And I'm, I'm um, getting closer and closer to this family. Um, Larry and, and Ibrahim came and visited us this last year. And then um, also Peter Bunting. And so um, we are soon going to have dots on your wall from our site in Zambia. Uh, we're slowly changing our affiliation from all nations to Dove, and, uh, and so we will be um, some, some heavy dots there you can start praying for. But here is my wife who wasn't able to be here with us this morning. How do you like that picture? Isn't that amazing? That's my wife. I am so proud of her. 65-year-old um, housewife 
turned missionary 10 years ago. And uh, she does it without complaint and without, um, she's not doing it to please me or to follow me. She's doing it to follow Jesus. And that's what's so beautiful about her. Um, if you were a graphic artist, what, what caption would you give to this? Let's yell out some captions. Huh? Let's hear. Into the world. Run, yes. <laughs> Someone told me this one. They said, uh, he who seeks to save his life will lose it, and he who seeks to, s to lose his wife for my sake will find her. <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, I want to share with you a little vision um, that I had a number of years ago. Um, I had a vision of Jesus uh, on the cross, blood dripping from his hands. And there was a line of people from a distance we couldn't see coming, a single file line, so we know it wasn't Africa. And they were coming <laughs> under the cross, and they were getting a drop of blood. And then they would walk off with awe and respect with that drop of blood. And I was just looking at that in the vision and just, just like thanking God for his redemption, that he would save souls like that. And then eventually I knew it was my time to get in that line. And I walked and got my drop of blood. And immediately I realized that blood was not for the redemption of my soul. That was for the Tokalea people which he was sending me. And we were already there. I didn't realize that that was his heart. Um, I thought I was there to care for orphans, but his plan was from the beginning of time that me and my wife and others would co go there and begin to plant a church of Jesus Christ in an unreached people group. This group has no known... Uh, evangelical church in their own language and their own people um, led by their own people and we were fortunate enough just being led by God one step at a time to land in this people group and to be able to serve them and give our lives to them and I just believe that God will have around his throne the Tokalea singers choir and uh, they will be on the last day a, a, a glorious large choir where right now they're just a few but we are working on that. You know, that, that privilege of carrying that blood to a, a group of people, it's for every one of us. What it means is care. You know, um, Jesus said, go into all the world, make disciples of all nations. He said, go to every creature and share the gospel. What that means is care. You know, if I had to do it over again, I'd name my organization Care International. How about that? That's a good one, right? Might be already taken, though, I think. <laughs> but, you know, care is such a powerful word because it's so simple. Everybody can do it. Everybody does it. But when you find what you are supposed to, what you are called to care for, and you pour out your life, for that thing. It takes a toll on yourself. It impacts you and it impacts the other person. And just think of that. I mean, that's what every parent 
goes through when they're having a baby, every mother goes through. I care for this child in my womb enough that I'm going to go through the pain of childbirth to, and then, not only then, but, you know, wait till they're teenagers and the pain of teenage, <laughs> you know, and we do it because we care. And, and God has given us that charge. When he said go into all the world, what he means is go and care for something beyond yourself. Give your life. It's like when Paul said, um, I am poured out myself. I am being poured out like a drink offering. It's because he cared so much. When Jesus was on the cross, it's because he cared so much. When we go to Zambia, it's because we care. And we, are, we have that drop of blood on our finger, and we're privileged to be able to go and just figuratively just put that drop on foreheads and see God transform them. But you know what? Many times I think I'm all alone. But you know what? I'm not alone. Because how many people just stood up here and said they're praying for us, they're walking with us, they're supporting us, they're, they're with us. And that means everything. And, you know, over these 11 years, God has raised up a body, his body, around the globe, mostly in America, who are joined with us, limb to limb, sinew to sinew, and we are one body taking that blood of Jesus and seeing a people group transformed for the life of Jesus. And so we are so privileged, and, and that's why I'm here, because I'm sending this message around the world as much as I can, just inviting people to hook your, <laughs> hook your trailer on my horse, and we'll go there together. Now, it's not for everybody to do that, but for those of you who even this morning are feeling this call to reach an unreached people group, to care for the, the poorest of the poor, to raise up these orphans to become leaders and ministers of God in a faraway place, this is your opportunity to somehow extend your care to that place. We have a... We have a a sub part of our organization called Family Table, where you sponsor kids. And, uh, and the vision that God gave us for this is that, um, you know, every one of you amazing Christian families have a table, right, that you sit around with your kids. I'm, I, I hear that that doesn't happen quite so often anymore. When I was a kid and when I was a parent, we sat around a family table. But just picture that table, and your kids come around that table in the evening, and you're like, Johnny, did you get your schoolwork done? And Martha, are you still hanging out with that bad boy? Just don't do that anymore. And, you know, you're, you're bringing love and correction and encouragement to those kids around that table, and you're feeding them, and you're seeing that their education is going well. And so how many Christian families that have it all that are living here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, could take one more kid around their family table and pray for that kid and pour out their encouragement and love and support for that kid. And so that's family table. It's a, it's a powerful way. It, it's, it, you know, studies have shown that it is one of the most powerful ways to transform a, a region or people's lives is to 
sponsor kids for discipleship and school and food. And that's what we do. So you'll find back there on the back table, this is not a plug for money. It doesn't bring any money to, to us, to our organization. It just means more work. But we love that work. That's what we're there for, to see these villages transformed by kids' lives that are being discipled and changed into the image of Christ. So I want to invite you. This is one of our girls. Um, Jennifer is her name. She's from that family there. You can see her there. This is the day we came and picked her up and brought her to our children's home. Um, that family is part of what we care for. My wife sits with them often. The husband is dead now. He died in our truck on the way to town when we were, when we were very sick. And the little girl on the far right is mentally retarded. And we sponsor her as well, and we just care for her. The girl right in between the mom and the dad, we had her sponsored for a while, but she got pregnant. And she's uh, probably 14 or 15 now and has a little baby. And uh, we have, and the boy behind Jennifer, Jennifer is the one with the bag, and the boy behind is Eugene. He's in our children's home too, and one more from this family is in our children's home. We just find the most vulnerable families that have no way to care for themselves. And we bring them into our children's home. Other ones from those families we sponsor and send to school and disciple them and do that kind of thing. Well, this is Jennifer before and after. Isn't she a beauty? God, and and the, the, the most powerful thing for those of you who have been there to meet her in person, she is spiritually a powerhouse. And this is her brother, Eugene, the day we got him and uh, how he is today. And again, he is a little pastor. You would be amazed at what God has done in his life. And this is Melody, our littlest one. She's just such a sweet heart. But um, I just want to show you the church that is there. This is uh, a lot of our little cell groups, our meeting in small groups like this. I started this group. Um, there were no believers in it, and I began to share the gospel with a few people and told them to bring a few more. And so this is the group that has come, and there's more. And then in a few months, they were being baptized. The girl on the right is on our staff, and I taught her how to baptize, and she began to baptize them and then included them into the process of baptism so they can know how to baptize also. Because this is a movement that is happening in the villages. We are not going to be there all the time. And so we're teaching them to continue on this love of Christ. And here is a church uh, in Tokelea land, uh, maybe the first church of the Tokelea people. It is totally run by them. We sit in the back and cheer them on. We don't understand the songs they're singing, but we can dance with them. You know, Even a Mzungu, a white guy, can dance a little bit. Not quite like them, but we're learning. Okay, we've got a, a little movie here to show you. If it just takes a couple minutes, if these guys can get it organized. Um, Two and a half years ago, I began teaching this man in the white shirt, Whitaker, from this little booklet that he's holding to his chest. It's filled with simple steps to starting a church planting movement. It starts with finding some persons of peace, discipling them, and training them to disciple others. Whitaker actually did it, and these are some of his first disciples. Today, just two and a half years later, these are his main disciples. 
And these are the people that have become discipled by those who were made disciples. 800 people, 32 congregations in 32 different villages. African church in action, and uh, this is this is the action that you see there. It's quite African. In fact, you'll see a lady back there where demons are flinging her around, and this often happens when they're getting baptized. They, all the witchcraft and all the demonic stuff that is part of their culture. See, they bring in the reinforcements. They're going to get her underwater here sooner or later. You know, they by hook or by crook, they're going to get her <laughs> under there and get those demons out of her. But that's the way they do it. I don't debate with them. There she goes. Okay, good. All right, you can set that off. Um, so, yeah, we are blessed by um, God moving in power. It's just amazing to see the simple things that we're learning are so powerful. Uh, this guy, he's, he uh, called me up just before I left. I took that video in June, he, he finally, I finally went out to the village with him to see what was happening, and I was amazed. And then in June, he called me up and said, now it's not 800 people, it's 1,300. And then he texted me just a little while ago, every three months they have uh, these gatherings that, uh, where they get all together. And now they have, instead of 32 congregations, they have 60 congregations and 700 Bible studies. And it just is exploding like this. Um, so God is good, but this is all because we care, isn't it? You know, not everybody is called to go and be in a place like that. Sometimes I wonder how God chose us because we never imagined we were called. Um, as I was worshiping here this morning, I just felt like there is somebody here, maybe more than one, who especially God is just wanting to knock on your door about call, a call to serve, a call to give your life in a special way, maybe in a full-time way, maybe in some third-world country. Let me just read you a verse, Isaiah 49. And now says the Lord who formed me from the womb of his servant to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel might be gathered to him. And then down to verse uh, 6, he says, Is it too small a thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel? I will also make you a light to the nations, so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Just listen to the Lord and obey. That's all that I did, my wife did, we were not excited about leaving our wonderful church that we were a part of, but God said go, and so we went, not knowing where we would go, not knowing how we would support ourselves, but God provided for us every step of the way, and he continues to do that. And just by faith, we don't, we don't spread around news of, of where we are needing money. Um, we give people an opportunity to invest with us, but God 
is the only one who knows our needs. And sometimes our prayer team, but we ask them not to get their money out, but to get on their knees and pray for us. Because that's what, that's what this is about. God is the one who sends and who will provide everything you need. And so if God is putting his hand on someone here, just encourage you to respond to that. But those of you who are not called to, to go, there might be a few of you who are still going to stay here. That'd be fine. I'm sure Pastor Alan would, would love that if a few stayed here. Do we have a few volunteers to stay with Alan? And <laughs> I mean, he, he's feeling a little insecure right now. But, uh, uh, but we're all called to care, aren't we? Um, it doesn't matter if we're, if we're here, if we're there. We're called to obey Jesus, and that's the most important thing, isn't it? And so I just want to open up this, this uh, little opportunity to just share our lives with you and invite you to, to be obedient to Jesus. I'm sure that's what the message you get every week. Be obedient to Jesus. And sometimes Jesus calls us into the hard places, into the things that are way beyond your comfort zone or way beyond what you would ever imagine yourself doing. And sometimes he just says, take, take this step. Go to your neighbor. And maybe that's the thing that's way beyond you could ever imagine doing. <laughs> but, but that's what he wants us to do, is to be obedient people, to listen to him and to obey. So I'm going to share a little um, song with you. Um, well, let me just give you a... This is my daughter-in-law. She and her husband, she's a teacher. Her husband's a nurse. And they just left their jobs for a year, and they came and served with us in Zambia. Isn't that awesome? It was such a blessing to us, mom and dad, you know, to have them there and to just be supported by them. Uh, this is a young couple that's there right now. Um, they've, they've been there for over a year now, and they, they don't know how much longer they'll stay. They might stay for another year, another five years. They don't really know, but they're just uh, being obedient to the call of God in their lives. And this is my sister <laughs> her husband. <laughs> And they've uh, sponsored this little boy, Bernard, and they, they wanted to come and see him and love him. And Janet came and, and uh, saw the little Obi that, that the Sunday school class here is sponsoring. And Karen also works with us, and she's the one who sends out all the thank you letters to anybody who donates to us. So <laughs> you might, some of you might have gotten letters from her. But uh, I want to sing you this song uh, the Lord gave me a number of years ago. And I want to leave this little container of uh, stones here. We're all called to care. Is that right? And uh, I'm just, so in our little church, what we do every week, when we have a message, this is a, this is a very simple, this wasn't even, you couldn't even call this a message. This is just an introduction. But uh, in our little church, every time we have a meeting, at the very last part of that meeting, we just a invite everyone to listen to the Lord and respond to what God is asking of you. Isn't that awesome? I wish we would do that in every every church I go to. I'm like, we need to do this. <laughs> it's so important because obedience is the thing what Jesus wants. He wants us to walk out of this place, not just inspired. You know, ins inspiration just lasts that long. 
But if we can take one step of obedience, and, and for every person, it's a different thing. Maybe, it, maybe it'll be love my wife better. Maybe it will be bring it, take a pie to that neighbor. Maybe it'll be um, whatever, go to Africa or sponsor a child or something like that. But it's only between you and God that you will know that. And so while I sing this song, I invite you to come up and I've got the phone on and I keep thinking mine is going to go off because I've got the timer on here. I'm trying to I'm trying to honor our church here and just keep on time. These are just little rocks that I found out in your yard there. And I looked all over for these things. They are very hard to find in this property. But there's a few little rocks out there. And they're in this basket. And not everybody needs to come up. But if as we're singing this song and praying, you feel in your heart led, like God wants me to take a step of obedience to care in some specific way then come up and get one of those rocks. And that will be a reminder for you until you're able to deliver that rock to the specific situation that God is wanting you to do. If you take, if you go take a pie to your neighbor, maybe you'll give them the rock along with the pie or put it in the pie, you know. <laughs> That'd be nice. They would really appreciate that, I'm sure. Or maybe it's just going to sit on your mantle and remind you of something that you felt impressed to do by God this morning. Is that good? Is that understandable? So not everybody needs to come up because I don't think we have enough rocks for a number of people here, but, but usually about 50% come up and, and feel led by God to do something specifically. So let me tell you about this song. You can sing along with it, and I encourage you to. Um, the blue lines there, show them I care, show them I'm there. Repeat every line. So you'll, you'll catch on, but you can sing that along with me. And then the last verse is a whistle, okay? And you'll see the instructions on the next page when we get to that point. But uh, there goes the timer, okay? Just got this song. Am I okay? Please sing along with me. Take my love to the nations. Show them I care. Is where you sing. Show them I'm there. Take my life's blood that I shed for everyone. Show them I care. Show them I'm there. Take my life. Take my life to the dark places of this world. Show them I care. Show them I'm there. Watch their faces turn bright when they turn on that light and they see that I care. I'm there. 
Whistlers. Well, thank you so much. I still have a few stones left here, so after the service, if you were just embarrassed to come up, you can come up and sneak one, and I don't think anybody will mind. I want to thank you again for allowing me to be here, and uh, I just believe that God is connecting us deeper together, that in these coming years and months, um, God will show us ways that we can partner together even more. So let's pray together, can we? Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for your blood that you have shed for every people on this earth and that you love them desperately. You love them like lost sons and daughters, and you're just hoping praying, pleading that your church will go around the world and find them. Leave the 99 and go to the lost one. God, would you just empower this church to be faithful to that simple step of obedience for each person. Lord, would you just speak to us clearly because we will be obedient when you speak. And we're just determined to listen to you, Jesus. 
speak your heart, Lord. I just thank you for that one person, whoever it is, Lord, here, that, that you just had this special message to. Pray it would go deep and not be forgettable. That though they might try to shake it, it will haunt them for the rest of their life until they obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are that amazing hound of heaven. And you will not let us fall to the right or to the left. You will keep us true to your purpose for our lives. Now, Lord, just be blessed in this congregation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, folks. Thank you, Alex. I'd just like to agree in prayer. Dan, just stay here for a minute. We'd, we'd like to pray. pray. Can we pray for, for Dan? Or Jana, I'd like two specific people. Janet, who is part of the Dove Mission uh, International uh, Leadership Team. Janet, would you come and, and pray? And Merle, would you, would you come as well? I'd just like you guys to, to pray specifically over, over uh, Dan or Jana. Can we stand together? Just stands up right here. Good, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for Dan and Regina. God, we thank you for your heart for them, your heart through them. God, and we were able to hear a part of their heart this morning. And Father, we ask, Lord, for grace to uh, recalibrate and strengthen uh, them in this season. Father, we also thank you for the work, God, that they have uh, initiated and started in Zambia. And Father, we ask, Lord, that it would increase, God, even as they continue to give oversight to it and uh, are not physically there all the time, but God, we thank you for the faithful laborers, your faithful labor, oversight to it, and uh, are not uh, physically there all the time, but God, we thank you for the faithful laborers, your faithful laborers that they have raised up, God, and we just ask, uh, Father, that they would feel the, the um, multiplication, they would feel the increase, they would feel the blessing of your kingdom, Father, as they continue the work of your hands, Father, in Zambia, in Jesus' name. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the good seed and the, the soil that Dan and Regina have sown into. Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, their sacrifice, God, and laying down their lives for you. And, Father, we just ask that you would bless them in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for the example that Janet and Regina have given to us of just going and being obedient. And even in today, that... All we have to do is just to be obedient to what you're telling us to do. So, Father, I pray now, just when I think of the message this morning and Dan, I think of just being contagious. So, Lord, I pray that as he spoke and shared his heart, Lord, I pray that it would just catch. And as the little saying that more is caught than taught. So, Lord, I pray today that there would just be a, a contagious love that would just be spread out over our body here. Lord, I pray that there would just be um, um, compassion. So when you think of Dan or think of this morning, I pray that there would just be a compa compassion for the people around you, that your eyes would be open for just what the Father wants to do. And, Lord, I pray for just that um, compassion to continue just to be given away and also th there just be a time of refreshing for Dan and Regina that they would be able to see the seeds that they have planted, their hearts, the caring for people being multiplied, that it wouldn't just be limited to who they can touch and who they can see, but it would be multiplied far beyond that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Dan, for being here and, and sharing this morning. 
I forgot to introduce. This is Merle Shank. He's our associate pastor here at Newport. Janet Souter is uh, serves on Dove Mission uh, leadership team and does like a hundred other things too. So, uh, so we're going to be here to uh, pray for you. There are going to be prayer ministers here at the front to to pray for you this morning. If there's a need in your life, we'd love to pray with you here this morning. We've also put some uh, baskets up here at the front. I just felt like. Uh, perhaps God was laying on someone's heart to give a gift to help uh, Dan or Gina and, and their support this morning. So if you uh, perhaps feel like God is, is uh, laying something in your heart to give a dollar out of your wallet or, or to write a check, or if you're uh, writing a check, write out to Newport Church. If you're giving uh, with your mobile phone um, through the Alexio app, you can use special offering and, and just designate it as a special offering on your phone this morning, and, and we'll make sure it gets to the gets to the right place. So the baskets are up here. You can uh, you can uh, put a, a love offering in there too if you want to want to bless the uh, bumpsteads. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, thank you, thank you for what you just be begun to do in, in people's hearts this morning. And and Lord, I pray uh, that as each person takes a stone as a symbol of obedience to step out and obey what God has. Uh, spoken this morning, Lord, that we would be faithful and that we would move ahead and obey in what you've called us to do. So, Lord, we, we just agree. And, and your blessing, blessing, blessing over Dan and Regina Bumstead and their ministry, the the brothers and sisters we have in Zambia this morning uh, who uh, are in the kingdom of God and, and worshiping the same Jesus, worshiping the same God. We bless them today and we send our greetings along to them uh, from Newport Church to uh, our Zambia brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I bless this church as we go from here today. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed. God bless you as you go. Come, for, for, come forward for prayer. And we'd also love to see anyone new. Uh, we'll be meeting over in the gym for New to Newport lunch today. So we'd love to have you come and join us today as well.